So as as we were kind of preparing for uh, our talk on our neighbor Totoro, I, I, this is the first time I've seen it, but we'll get into that. But I want you to go ahead and do a YouTube search for The Doors, Alabama song, and in parentheses, it's called Whiskey Bar. Have okay. you found that yet? I, f- I found one. It's a 2006 remaster. Is that fine? That, that's perfectly fine. So all I want you to do. Okay. <clears throat> I want you to start thinking of the scene while the kids are waiting for dad to get off the bus in the rain and just hit that music and just think about that scene real quick. Okay. I might also try and find it (laughs) and just mute that. I'll just mute that. uh... Oh, it won't show up in the channel. I don't think Alex didn't record local. No, no, I meant like just mute. I'm going to mute. I'm going to get that scene of my neighbor Totoro and just mute it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. This is going to be great. I, I used to do stuff like this when I taught film. See if I can get it. Oh, okay. Yeah, from the bus scene. <laughs> the, sorry, my neighbor Toto, best scene. <laughs> Apparently, according to somebody. All right, so I'm going to listen to... Got this plan. If you can time it around cat bus, it's even better. <laughs> I'm kind of getting a, like a comedic sound to this. Or like mood yeah. to this. Oh, yeah, it's not horror. It's more like <laughs> drug trip. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kids so... reacting to the, to the cat bus. <laughs> Do, 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 do. He got that creepy organ music. Oh, show me. Yep. The, calliope, the almost calliope music. I used to do that with, uh, I would show Nosferatu to the kids when I top <laughs> film. And then, like, when it got to that end scene where, you know, the vampires going after the, the lady love and all that, I would play that total eclipse of the heart and it would like, turn around. And then you see that little Nosferatu, like, slouching <laughs> around. But anyway, yeah, I appreciate you checking that out. That's just, <laughs> yeah, it, I'm about halfway through the song, so I'm gonna just, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm getting it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> kind of, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> yeah, and it, it does really work. Like, it, it worked really well because, like, I just like the kids' reaction, like the Satsume's reaction <laughs> to everything, <laughs> is like working really. It, it works really well for that scene because <laughs> I think as the cat bus is running by, and her reaction, like, huh? <laughs> Nani? <laughs> if only, if only we had the rights to the Doors music. <laughs> uh, if only. <laughs> Why can't more things be uh, copyright law or copyright free? <laughs> Fucking Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same reason why I have. Uh, same reason why my uh, copy of my neighbor Totoro is a is a uh, Disney pro, is a Disney dis- uh, distribution. Oh no, mine's actually a sh- mine's a, a shout distribution. They must have lost the rights to it at some point. Or I I pretty much watch mine on HBO Go. Like That's HBO true. has distribution. So yeah. anyway, I appreciate you hearing me out on that. That was just kind of my little observation of. Uh, no, I appreciate that. That was funny. <laughs> it's like, um, it's kind of... uh, I, I kind of think of the same. Uh, I can't remember the song, but like, I had like, there's a similar moment where like, it's a like kind of a fun like kind of trumpety song, and I always mm-hmm. like think of scenes from uh, Batman and Robin, <laughs> where 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 Two Face is running down hallways. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like I can't remember what the song is, but it's like this like kind of jaunty tune. But it always like I always think back for some reason of like scenes of like two-face from batman and robin running da- running away from batman <laughs> uh all right <laughs>
Oh, hello, and welcome to Aldente Rigamortis presents Anime Rigamortis. Uh, I'm Review Cultist, and with me today... Hey, long-time uh, contributor, this is Adam from Roleplaying Exchange, and we're here talking about anime, and I watched an anime, so now we're going to talk about it. Is that pretty much how this works? Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. you watched uh, this one for the first time, which I was kind of shocked because it's, it's, a, bit, it's, a, it's a pretty uh, popular one. Um, but yeah, we're going to be covering uh, My Neighbor Totoro um, for this uh, anime <laughs> uh, episode. Um, oh, I, I see what you're doing now. Yeah, no, I've got all the I've got all the gimmicks today. Like anime <laughs> rigamortis, it's anime. Um, I hope listeners have got that point that we're like, because like the last episode was gonna was was it uh, was it an anime episode. Next week's is gonna be an anime episode. So <laughs> it's anime all the way down in May. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my neighbor Totoro. Um, what a film. <laughs> it, it was enjoyable. I, I had always heard of My Neighbor Totoro. I've been a huge fan of anime, but I mean, that's kind of one of the givens right there. So I never did go for that one. It, it looked good. It looked kitty and all that. But I think maybe when I was getting into anime anyway, I was kind of in my edge lord, like, ooh, there's Wicked City. There's, man, you know, which we'll, we'll get to that later <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, we'll get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> after i it's, had to remake some life decisions i made back in the 90s i just realized it's like so like i've introduced you to uh i i told you about or uh, i got you to watch my neighbor totoro for the first time and now you're gonna get me to watch wicked city for the next time spoilers yeah. for what we're doing next week by the way <laughs> <laughs> so which at the end of listening to these two episodes i want you to think who's really the good friend here well you know Please comment in whatever area <laughs> like, below. Subscribe. Yeah, wherever this gets posted. <laughs> no, it, it it was really great. Uh, I appreciate you asking me to do this. I've sat down and watched it with my child, and then my children, both of them, at the same time. So I've seen it twice. And like one little quick aside before we jump into this: this film came out in 1988. Now I'm 41. I was born in 1980, so I was eight years old when this came out. I got to sit down. Wednesday night with my daughter who is eight years old and watch it. And while it's not an amazing parallel and stuff like that, it was kind of nice to be able to watch this for the first time with a child. And I mean, it's, I think it's kind of, you pick up on some of the things you wouldn't allow yourself to otherwise, if you weren't just watching it like with a kid or something like that, it's like, I got to be a kid myself at that point in time. And yeah. it was, it was great. We, couldn't finish it in one night because it got to bedtime, but I was given strict orders in the morning that we were going to finish it. And by God, does she remember? So <laughs> Aura would probably give it five out of five stars, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I had a similar situation with my niece, uh, the niece cultist, um, watching the movie last summer um, uh, because like I'd seen it, I think probably about a half, a half, about five years ago or so. And then I was like, Oh, like we were we were kind of getting the niece cultists introduced to like a couple of Ghibli films, like my Spirited Away. Um, I think uh, I, don't, I don't think any of, like the the like um like none of the like the other ones like uh, Princess Mononoke or yeah uh, Nausicaa, but like like more of the kid friendly ones, like the family ones that um because uh, <laughs> the gray like, fireflies. We'll we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, she has not seen. My, <laughs> she's a six year old child. She has not seen. Grave of the Fireflies. Um, I would not subject her to that to that childhood trauma, which apparently happened though to 
uh, ch- uh, children back in like the 90s. <laughs> My parents let me watch The Exorcist when I was like eight. So, I mean, I watched the Poltergeist when I was, was six. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you should be better parents than our parents, guys. That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I, I kind of got into Ghibli films through like Princess Mononoke. Like uh, that's that was kind of my foyer into like uh, Hayao Miyazaki and his animation style and like his animated films. And then mm-hmm. oddly enough, Ghibli films are like so like my the rest of my family aren't really anime fans at all, <laughs> but we all will sit down and watch like Spirited Away. So like we've had we've had a couple of car rides where like uh, we've gotten like a portable DVD player and like I have memories of us like going on road trips. And watching the uh, watching Spirit Away, and my sisters getting into the movie, like Ghibli films, just like are a step up um, when it comes to like mm-hmm. um, a gateway drug <laughs> to anime <Yeah. laughs> or to like uh, Japanese animation. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I want I want to kind of preface this before we kind of dive into this. My neighbor Totoro is a wholesome, fun family feature. Um, if if you have not seen it, and or, or and you have children. Um, of like about that about six to eight or even like uh, children of any age really watch it with them it's it's a fun whimsical adventure um and i do kind of think it's funny that both of us watched it with our with our younger uh like with with the younger generation because Mm -hmm. it was like the it's kind of like the scenario in the in the movie which has like the father figure with his two daughters yeah and like the the, they're like kind of like their adventure in itself like kind of the mundane adventure of that um but yeah so if you haven't tuned out yet and wa- gone and gone and see my neighbor Totoro, I'll just kind of do a quick recap of it. Um, so my neighbor Totoro is about these uh, this this family, the um, Kusakabi family, um, uh, Tatsuo uh, the father and uh, two daughters Satsuke and Mai. Uh, they move out to an old house out in the, the out in the sticks, basically out into the country of Japan, and um, because their their mother uh, or Satsuke and Mai's mother is in a hospital. Uh, in like the nearby town, um, recovering from a, a long-term illness, and uh, effectively, it's it 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 really kind of starts off like after they like get into their house, they get like accustomed to it, and then Mai finds or Mai meets these like little woodland spirits mm-hmm. um, next door, basically in the woods nearby, and discovers Totoro, this giant like woodland spirit, like this like troll creature. Um, it's kind of like a cross between a troll and a um, uh, and a, like a giant, like raccoon dog, yeah, sort of creature. Um, and eventually, Satsuke meets Totoro. Like it ha- the usually, the adventures happen either like while Dad's working and like n- not paying attention to my uh, yeah. simpler times <laughs> when you can just <laughs> let your children run around outside. Um, and at night, uh, when like uh, like they they are wake- woken up by like the machinations of these of these Totoro spirits. Um, and yeah, like they live in a, the, the Totoro spirits live in this giant camphor tree, um, next door, like again, in the woods next door. And yeah, over the course of the movie, there's like little adventures, like little adventure scenes that kind of happen with Totoro and the kids, um, that also kind of intertwine with their like mundane lives. Like, so it's almost like a little bit of like the spirit, the supernatural kind of like mingling with mundanity. Um, and unfortunately, like at some point in the movie, um, uh, the, the the daughters uh, their, their their mother um they they get a mess they get a letter saying that their mother has gotten ill again and so they're not she's not going to be able to re- uh, uh come home like as expected and this kind of throws some some tension and some drama between the two children because like it's really affecting them mm-hmm. and one of the kids 
runs away, like trying to like get to his, to her mother's uh, from at the hospital. So she just like, and so there's like a large search. The older sister Satsuke calls on Totoro to help her find Mai, and they do. And then they they also go to the uh, to the hospital and and see that their mother is fine. It was some kind of a weird fluke letter that they got. Um, or it was just like, it was just, it was a small cold that she had, she had gotten. It wasn't anything major, but because of like the emotions that are kind of broiling, um, around that situation, things got, uh, got, uh, pulled out of proportion. Um, but everything's all right. And the movie kind of eventually settles down to like concluding that like, the family is all reunited back at the, at their house and, uh, Totoro and them are, are, st- are also just there like off in the woods doing their, their whimsical little stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably butchering the plot <laughs> no, by just doing no. that. <laughs> but um, I, honestly, like again, if you haven't s- sit down, sat down and watched this movie, I I encourage you to watch this movie. It's it's a fantastic adventure. Um, now let's make it horror. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, unless you have something to say there, Adam. <laughs> no, I was just gonna, you know, the the things that I kind of picked up on watching it beforehand. I, you know, definitely turn a toad through a child's gaze, which is you know what you want in a kid's film. And there was this whole issue. I like the dynamic of the sisters. Now I'm, I'm a father of two. I have an eight year old and a five year old. So like that really, I could even see parts of my own children in them, like the, the older sister telling the other one what to do. The younger one that is just to use an expression that I doubt you've heard before. I mean, which would basically mean she'd do anything. Would be uh, she'd fight a running sawmill if you've ever heard that. Ex- that uh, I have not, but that sounds very Appalachian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That means they don't give a fuck. But um, like, yeah. So you had this really strong personalities there. Uh, the the parenting was actually <laughs> my heavy rain, Jason. Jason. <laughs> Jason. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like it's that the the horror aspect kind of jumped into me with the parenting. The the illness that they kind of discussed that the reason that they wrote the mother out that she had some unknown illness that's never known is known but you know I'd never have understood the from anime Japanese cultures issues with illness and sickness. I've like if you walk outside without a coat, you're going to catch your death kind of thing. I'd like it seemed like a common trope. Like I don't know. Like Yeah, like there's definitely a um uh she's caught plotitis. Yeah. Um uh, sort yeah. of thing. Like, yeah, it's it's a very common trope. Like there has to be a family member who is ill that will get be- will will wane and get better depending on the plot. <laughs> I didn't know she was going to get better because you, when yeah, yeah. I was talking to you, I got the impression that it got sad at the end. And I'm like, well, Totoro's going away or mom's going away. <laughs> no. So I'm watching for this woman to die the whole time. And I mean, it, yeah, there, there is a part where it's like, it gets kind of like really like sad and, and like, cause it's, it, it's real. Like it, it cuts a little close to home, especially mm-hmm. now that we are currently living in a, endemic <laughs> yeah or, uh very yeah. much so but yeah that was um i mean once you get past all that there was chekhov's gun was very obvious like elements of that like you know or as i'd like to call it chekhov's ear corn uh, you know you <laughs> yeah. every, everything's like really easily telegraphed to the point that i can sit there and explain to my daughters why mace running around with a little piece of corn or ear corn and stuff so i mean not really wanting to go into too much further detail but for all I liked it, even you know, despite the fact it was it was uh, Kitty 
And I started with much like you on Princess Mononoke, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think at a certain there's a certain. Uh, I mean, for me, it was because like uh, Princess Mononoke came out or was like being broadcast almost on a weekly basis, like on a weekend basis, um, on like certain channels, like certain like edgy channels, like Spike or um, uh, at least up here for it was called it was Spike yeah. or uh, I think even Teletoon, which is our Cartoon Network up here. Okay. Um, Ha- would ha- would have anime con- would have anime marathons on like on New Year's and Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I saw a lot of like movie uh, anime movies. Like I think I watched Macross on a Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, uh, with a bunch of my relatives. Um, but yeah, like I-, I imagine up there down there, it's the same thing with like Cartoon Network because you guys had Toonami and stuff too. So, yeah, like they were mm-hmm. probably broadcasting a lot of that stuff. Um, I think when it I know came we out have a bit of an age gap. Sorry. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we have, we have a little bit of an age gap, but I mean, I think around the same time, like we were like seeing the same kind of like movies or same kind of like anime shows. Yeah, it would have been. I think I saw this like back in two thousand or ninety nine or something like that. So it's yeah. just now to kind of jump, help you after I derailed you, I'm gonna grab the wheel of the car, pull it back on the road. <laughs> here. All right, horror. <laughs> yeah. Let's just let's just go ahead and start out with the introduction. Could totally be horror. You've got kids riding around in a combination of a three-wheeler, motorcycle, <laughs> two-cycle engine. It sounds like... Yeah, that, like, that tradition... Like, you see it a lot in, in Japanese and Eastern um, uh, culture, uh, like, movies and shows and stuff. Like, those... Like, it's. I think it's just, like, a a converted a motorcycle that they've they've made into a three-wheeler, <laughs> into a three-wheel yeah. truck. Um, especially also in, like, the older... In, like, a couple... In, like, a, a few decades back. There's, like, they, they pop around. Like, I remember... Also, like uh, one of my trips down to uh, out to Thailand, like most of the traffic was from like these these cabs that were like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, there's that. Uh, sorry, I, I did actually want before we like before we even get to that part, okay. I did want to touch on the intro song and in animation, which I sat down and watched like earlier this week, and I was like, oh god, like this, like the way, like especially with the lyrics, it's just like, come into the forest, children. <laughs> play with totoro and just like yeah. it's got like a bit of a trance-like tone and just like just like a lost episode sort of like creepy thing going to me yeah i didn't it, like it either fuck it so <laughs> like what's funny is like i like the la- i like the end theme the end theme is so is very uplifting and such that that intro like intro bit didn't like it it was just like this is like my my adult brain like i'm sure my child brain would be like Oh, this is cute and whimsy, and I like the ah Totoro and like all the little bugs and stuff. And then like my my, it's like uh when you're an adult and suddenly like nursery rhymes become horror. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was very much like that kind of like feeling. Um, but yeah, they, they yeah the uh the scene where they uh yeah you had something about the the truck <laughs> and and the uh, or is it just like mundane horror? It's like what are you doing with your children on that thing? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Kids don't have seatbelts or in the back of that thing. But, you know, th- so the family's shown moving. Yeah. And, you know, they, they it doesn't look like they have a lot of possessions. They actually got more possessions than I thought they could fit into that little thing. <laughs> oh, they the found a way. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the kids are riding in a dresser. And that's kind of bizarre. They see somebody who, like, as they're bicycling by, they, like, the older sister tells, you know, the younger ones, like, I quit leaning out the window. There's a, like, they think they see a cop, which is good. Like, yeah, I was like, wait, duck down. Like, I remember doing that in my 20s. <laughs> like, my buddies and I would be like, like uh, we'd have like the backseat of my, this is probably a little telling, <laughs> the okay. backseat of my van um, uh, would be like completely down. So like you had this big old like trunk space because like I used to like move a lot of stuff for my family. Um, 
but we'd, I'd have my friends in there. And it's like, oh, we don't, just just lay in the back. It's fine. <laughs> and, and, and they're just like, oh, yeah, I'll just I'll just lay back if we if we go by we go past a, a police car. It's like, great. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, no, you got to bear in mind, Adam, this is in 1958 is when this movie is set. <laughs> So okay, it's, it's 1958 rural Japan. I did not know it was 1958. I, I had no idea what time. It, it seemed very rural. I mean, roads were dirt. Um, the hospital. I mean, it. I knew yeah, it was, was like very traditional, like oh, like almost like a hospice kind of thing. Yeah, the house was definitely not modern. It was very old school and unsafe. Like it's so the horror for me is the unsafety that the kids are placed in. Because as soon as they get to this house, they oh, run God. out there and start pushing on a support beam to some kind of structure on like a porch. Yeah, the the, 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 the veranda, like the uh, I think that's like the the spot, um, like the 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 shade area for like a veranda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that, that post is just moving. I mean, it looks like a, like it's a, a fucking like railroad tie kind of like yeah. that big around and like it's going to kill them and they're having fun. And where's that dumb fucking dad at? <laughs> He's helping the the guy uh, carry stuff into the house. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. That house is a uh, first off. I personally, I really love that house. I think it's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just as like from a, from a, from a design standpoint, um, and and much how like the girls comment like right off the get go, yeah no that place is haunted like it it screams haunted, <laughs> um and oh. yeah it it just like me, I I've had I've had this conversation with my with my sister before uh, because again like I we both have seen this movie we both like it uh, we've watched it with with niece cultist um, and yeah we've 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 realized that like all you need to do for that for that that intro scene of them moving into that house you just need to change the music to like violin strings and or like some kind of like very moody like the magnus archives yeah yeah i I, oh really okay i've not actually watched i should really listen to the magnus archives it just Um, ended i think so yeah you can i can get caught up yeah (laughs) but it's just like you know a cello like kind of drone yeah exactly yeah like that yeah drone like a drone ambient noise in the background like kind of like that you see in horror films because Mm -hmm. A lot of the shots in the like whether while that while the girls are exploring the house and like when they're looking up at the house uh, when their dad tells them to go hunting for the um, the stairs up to the attic because it's it's not there um, yeah that just at, change the music from like whimsy and cheerful to like drone and it takes on a horror movie like uh, like uh, scene shots the way like the way everything is like. Mm-hmm. shot uh, I, I do like in quotes shot because it's all animated but the way everything is drawn to look like like movie scenes like again that's one thing i love about miyazaki films is they are cinematic in that they are treated like actual movies like like yeah. with camera shots and stuff they're not just like it's not like just a cartoon it's they're they're treated like animated film um and yeah for me all you gotta do is just change the the, the music and like some of the scenes just like really get cre- uh, get creepy like when they do find the attic First off, I had to like double take on like that that the door that the attic or uh, like uh, where the attic is or where the stairway to the attic is because you get like a window shot right next to it and it it almost looks like I, I think this is just because of like the perspective and like the outdoor scene is a little bit more watercolory than the indoor scene because like there's motion and stuff mm-hmm. but it almost seemed like that door went to nowhere and then they open it up and it goes upstairs. <laughs> That's I thought the same exact thing, and I yeah. actually think the door does go to nowhere. I mean, it just it was so bizarre. I think it's just I think it's a forced perspective thing. Like it's I, again, like it's it's a movie. For, it's an animated feature from like 1988, and it is a superb animation. 
but there are certain things that like you're like you're there's always going to be a flaw somewhere here and there Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think i think it is intended to be like oh that's a little like that's part of the little like cubby there and then yeah it goes up into the stair uh, up to these uh the up to the attic and that shot in particular especially with the acorn like because like when they first get into the house they they find acorns that like are falling from their ceiling um and so then they 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 open up the door to the stairway up to the attic and it's all dark pitch black up there and they're all they're looking down they're looking up from uh they're looking from the the ground floor up to this attic and a single acorn like just ticks down the uh, the stairs toward them almost like a creature is just like baiting them to come to its lair <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like it's i'd see i've seen that scene in horror movies a couple of times <laughs> like where something like leaves like a little trail of breadcrumbs for for Hansel and Gretel to come come to their uh, come to the cauldron. <laughs> Did you ever see Hill House Haunting? Uh, Haunting on Hill House. Uh, you mean yeah. the uh, the the Netflix film yeah. or? Yeah, the series. Yeah, on Netflix. I've watched about halfway. I think I'm halfway through the series. It's okay. I'm, I it, still got to finish it up. It was very. I mean, there's parts of that house that was kind of reminiscent of that to me. Like, like the creepy, like the ghost little mite things, spooky. Yeah, but oh, yeah, the whatever. Soot yeah, the the soot gremlins were something. I tell dad just like irreverently throws out mom. Yeah, it could be uh, Beelzebub kind of bullshit. Like, I mean, to be fair, that's my family. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> like, I would have done the same thing too. But I mean, I'm I'm critiquing someone else's parenting here. Oh uh, yes, yes, clear. But uh, <laughs> like, I honestly think that if I were going to borrow something from this, I'd say that that room doesn't. There is no upstairs. <laughs> there is no upstairs. Yeah, there, 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 there's actually like a ladder, like somewhere in like that that office room that is their dad works in. But the yeah. stairs don't actually. That's just that's supposed to be like just a pantry. <laughs> yeah, I just honestly think that like you, they step into a closet and then maybe they're gone. Maybe this is like it's a labyrinth, just... Goblin King kind of like oh, scenario. Which... Yeah, we will. We could, we could talk about that in in plot growers in our plot grower segment. <laughs> yeah, with, like wh- how we make this gameable because like I could see like a little fears like closet land sort of scenario going there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, I guess the one last thing I'd like to mention about the introduction is the little neighbor kid yelling at that my place is haunted. <laughs> yeah, it's like first off, what a jerk. Yeah. Secondly, his, his damn yeah. hats. Oh yeah, yeah he's yeah he has like alternating hats, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, from some civil engineer like like a conductor hat or a, like a policeman hat. It's, it's probably actually like a soldier's hat, like because his because uh, from his dad is my guess. Because okay. this is this is post World War Two, yeah, uh, and that looks kind of like a unif- like a like a, a, a hat from like the from like a military uniform okay. uh, in Japan. I can um, see that. Also, with regards to like the the dad's um kind of like just like, oh yeah, it must be haunted. That we, we like really like kind of going in like like and like bringing like just just flagrantly like offhandedly saying it's like yep, got to be soot, soot gremlins <laughs> and yeah. and other little spirit things and like believing his kids. Like first off, that's I mean. I think that's a good thing <laughs> the, 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 that we mm-hmm. actually have a father figure that's like d- doesn't like blatantly like discredit his his children. Um, but also, I think it also comes from like the Japanese um, uh, view of like uh, of Shintoism and, and animism um, because that is used to, like some of those themes are in this movie as well, like with the uh, the Shinto shrine on the at the camphor tree, uh, and that like when when uh, this is going a little bit later, like like a little bit ahead of us, but uh, when when Mai comes back and talks about Totoro, the dad's response is to take them to the lo- to the camphor tree, like to the actual shrine at the camphor tree 
to say hello to Totoro because he figures it's a, it's a nature spirit. Yeah. Like, and he just accepts that. Um, so I, I wonder how much of that is just like cultural, like um, just kind of culturally ingrained. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can, I can see that we're, we're viewing it from a Western point of view that my, my dad, I, <laughs> I told him of, of haunted shit I've seen. He's like, he just looks at me and just rolls his eyes like, to the point that you could hear him move in his head, kind of dramatic Robert Downey Jr. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think that's just like a um, the difference of like uh, East and West, probably of like yeah. the culture, like the the uh, the perspective um, on on things. Yeah. Um, so again, what one about- of the reasons why that we, why we're able to paint a bit of a horror picture on this on this on this otherwise family fe- feature. <laughs> It's because we know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we are we are ignorant. Of, of that. <laughs> we know uh, nothing, John Snow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that that introduction scene also introduced uh, the intro scene where they they go to the house and all that. You're also introduced to the granny character, which kind of freaked me out too. She goes, so this little old lady who was from a distance shown in the beginning working in a rice field with her family. Is also apparently the caretaker of that house before they either bought it or rented it or whatever. They're, you know, they, she was taking care of it, which kudos for her for keeping it up to fucking code. I say sarcastically, <laughs> but yeah, you need to, somebody's going to get killed in this death trap. But that could be part of the horror aspect, too. I mean, she's depicted as a benign character, nice, loving, and all that. But it, it there's this part of me, and it's probably, you know, growing up in the 80s, and it's like, you know, people are. I think that's when, um, God, I'm trying to think, Otis Tool and Henry Lee Lucas, uh, they, have you ever heard of, you remember when you worked at Walmart? Did yeah. they, did you remember the codes that they gave you for like, when you hear this on the announcements, like, like shit's going down. Like, I think oh. Code Brown was like, hey, there's somebody with a gun here. I don't know if yeah. a, a Canadian Walmart had that, but American did. No, we but usually have it's a, like it's like there's a code, and then it's like somebody's like clearly shoplifting, but like so like yeah. or so some so loss prevention needs to come by and like yeah and uh, and follow or, this person. So there was a code Adam. I remember this from late nineties, early two thousands, and code Adam was named after Adam Walsh, which is John Walsh's uh, son. That they think Henry Lucas and Otis Tool, two prolific serial killers in the eighties in America, like they got they got him and all that. So my parents kind of raised me with this, you know, growing up in the eighties, like don't talk to strangers and all that, which were, you know, rules that I teach my kids too and stuff like that. But just them open, letting this woman into their lives and her asking to be called granny. Yeah. Kind of like fucking wigged me out a little bit. I, I, I get you. And again, I think, I think it's because like, again, this is supposed to be set in like the fifties where like that was a little bit more kosher. Like mm-hmm. there's a little bit more like there's a little bit less there's a little bit more trust with your with your fellow neighbor and stuff like and yeah. I, again it might be also like um I, I think honestly it's not so much not even just like J- Japan and like their their culture and stuff like that uh, but like it's also just like like earlier times like the fifties like there was a sense of community like people like the community looked out for your kids as well as you or that was like kind of the ideal yeah or that, like a, or an idea like a, an idea. I think no, I interrupted you, and I'm rude. I feel like that's the story that we're told. But if you look through yeah. history, like we're getting this like whitewashed version of that. I mean, there were there were fucked up people then, and there's fucked up people oh, now. Yeah. I, just, I think it's just communication and all that, and you yeah. know, other factors. But yeah, you, you're 100 percent correct that I'm looking at it from a modern gaze as well. 
and that just free it's freaky but we'll go and back I mean, to that <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean to be fair like again i have in my notes like the granny character introduction is like the cheerful creepy uh it, it, like the creepy in the know elder <laughs> character from like a horror story or something like that. and again like that's part of like what we're touching on in this episode of of anime rigmortis and Eldeni rigmortis is um we're we're taking this from like the modern standpoint of like from our modern viewpoint because both of us have watched this movie and have gleaned some horror angles that are probably not there or not not meant to be there but because of our our uh like our modern uh perspective they're there <laughs> for mm-hmm. us um yeah and again like like yeah that's, that town that that house is is like there it's the 50s again like it's they probably got it like um uh, it's it's like sounds like he his like their father is like a is a professor for a for the college in the city so yeah. like they're not too off like they're not too like badly off um but yeah it's it seems like a very um there's a lot of stuff they hear that we can pick at uh that that i don't think the it was intended <laughs> she, the kids the kids the kids are obviously outsiders yeah. from this agrarian kind of culture and society too. And I mean, they're welcomed by some, but even by the ones that are their own peer group yeah, at the, times, they're, they're the little boy kind of shuns them. Of course, my, my, my yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, my eight year old was watching <laughs> yeah. that going, she was going, they're going to fall in love. They're going to fall in love. I'm like, don't start this stuff with me. Come on, <laughs> watch the cartoon. That that's kind of where I like what I thought for like the kids like the kids yeah, being this way too. because like the kids being this brat to this girl because he's got some emotions probably is my mm-hmm. guess um like I it it does seem like he's he's just being bratty uh because that's how he he's able to like um that's how he's able to uh, emote essentially is mm-hmm. kind of what I got from that um I, but honestly like even like yeah like I, I when when uh Mai doesn't want to be left alone <laughs> with Granny. <laughs> um and 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 like forces forces granny to walk over to the school and like talk and talk to uh, satsuke about it it's like and then like yeah suddenly mai is and then mai's just there in the classroom with sai and like all the kids are like giggling but like also like excited to see that this new this like little this little kid in their classroom mm-hmm. it's very again like it's uh the only person that seemed really uncomfortable with it is satsuke who just wants to like work and like do her school stuff and she and Maya's drawing pictures of Totoro. Which, yep. honestly, yeah, we're getting a cart ahead of the horse here. Hmm. So when we we actually are getting ready to get to the introduction, so after we go through the whole creepy intro, yeah, there is the acorns, which are kind of reoccurring throughout. That you know you were mentioning like breadcrumbs, kind of such. So you have Maya walking around in the backyard, yeah, with the dad looking, working furiously, at like at his account, mm-hmm. at like either some accounts or like maybe some essays he's work he's he's writing he's uh he's he's looking over and stuff ignoring my who's just wandering around the property <laughs> simpler the times that, like he he yeah. hadn't ate lunch and he didn't make sure she ate lunch until yeah, until sasuke got mm-hmm. home <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, no no it's cool but so she's walking around and she peeks through like a a can or a cup that had the bottom ripped out of it which totally reminded me of our little fears game with the oh, with yeah. a with pancake box obscura, like yeah. she looks through it and sees this little ghost gelatin bunny thing. Yeah, it's it's like the small like so. There's there's three types of Totoros. There's the big one, which is called Totoro, and then the other two are, I think are just called uh like Totoros as well. But like yeah, there's a blue, a medium, like a small like child sized blue one, and then there's this like little hip squeak white one that like almost like a white rabbit, like a weird ghost rabbit thing. 
And it, oh, it was yeah. it was very cute. Like she goes chasing it. It runs underneath the house. The daughter, which the insulation underneath that house made me just like Jesus Christ. Of course, it was an old old house, but it just it looked like boards, and then there's an air gap. It's like that. Yeah, honestly, that rem- so my my cottage is built the same way. <laughs> like we, it's built up like off of like uh, it's it's built o- it's built above the ground. Uh, on, yeah. on those same kind of pillars and we use it like again like we my dad uses it for like storage for like all these like piles of plywood and boats and uh like old old uh like basically like um like paddle boards and stuff like that basically anything that we we'd uh that um that we don't have room for in our shed we just move underneath the cottage um for the winter yeah and i i remember going underneath there like as a kid like i was like i was like oh like i'll make a little fort in among the in among the debris here <laughs> um, that's cool but yeah it's it th- that for me that was like that was my uh like kind of um connection to like her yeah. go- looking underneath that under, underneath the house and it's like oh this house doesn't have a basement it has like that supports all, all those supports <laughs> the uh so and there was this really cute scene where she's looking in one side and then it kind of like the medium size one and this little pipsqueak little ghost kind of ease back in the background and all that yeah and she's then like... yeah she goes chasing them and then that's where she kind of finds her way to the the camper tree and totoro yeah, just like chases the the white rabbit to Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> very very much that kind of like setup, especially like when they go into the um, when she goes into the bushes and like finds those like tunnels of like interlocking like branches and brambles. Yeah, and then yeah, goes gets all makes it all the way out to the camphor tree again. Dad's just working away. It's like it's like no, like completely like ignoring the the world around him. Um, and then yeah, he she falls through like a, a hole, like a knot in the camphor tree, and and falls right onto um, or no, it doesn't fall onto Totoro at that point, but falls into his lair, his like little like house. Yeah. Um, and and first instinct is to is to like touch the tail, tail moves, then jump onto the onto the the body of this giant bear, effectively, <laughs> and just like get right up to its face and just yeah. poke it. <laughs> it opens his mouth that could oh, easily bite her head off. Yeah, this is the second time this week that I've I've seen something like a scene like that where like something gets picked up like to a person to a to a thing's head and it's like it's it's like all right, now it's going to chomp its head off. <laughs> but then it doesn't. It does it like it completely like uh, rips that that uh expectation away <laughs> and just like, "Oh no, it we're it has the potential to be creepy and like dark." But then it like, "Oh, he's just yawning." <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like, maybe it's a nice juxtaposition of like we, as adults we're seeing it like oh oh but the kid's like wow yeah oh that's so weird. <laughs> it's like i want a friend like totoro <laughs> that i can just like sleep on <laughs> yeah. like a giant teddy bear <laughs> so like if she ends up actually just staying down in that little burrow with totoro and wakes up and she and it only wakes up on. until like her when her when her sister finally finds her. Yeah, after that, like, have you seen May? Oh, she hadn't had dinner yet. <laughs> it's like, I was like, Jesus Christ! Uh, like, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like uh, his name's Tatsuo. He's like, God damn it, God damn it, Tatsuo. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, because like I, you gotta imagine, like, the daughter got home from school, so like, school's probably like one or two, maybe maybe three o'clock or four. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like the kid's been out there, like he's been working away for like probably like six hours, eight hours, and then 
the kid's been out there in the wilderness for like six, eight hours, just sleeping on what effectively is the ground. Um, mm-hmm. Assuming like, like, yeah, assuming that like, cause it almost, they almost like to me, that scene where like uh, Sasuke finds her uh, back in the woods, like just in a clearing of that, that bramble bush, uh, like maze. Um, it's almost like a, a scene like where it's like, was it, was Totoro real? <laughs> Or is it like, or was she just like kind of imagining all that and then like fell asleep out in the woods? Well, that 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 whole idea is repeated multiple times too. Like a, yeah. after after this scene, and you you kind of alluded to it that they go out and they pray to uh, introduce themselves to the spirits and all that. And then I, what was the what was the inciting incident where Totoro gave them a bunch of seeds? Like like where? Oh, what, okay. So the, so they got there. Yeah. So. That actually, she, yeah. So that that's actually when the the bus scene when they go out to the bus um, oh, because okay. it's raining and like their dad doesn't didn't bring his umbrella, so they go out and walk over to the bus stop and just wait there for hours. <laughs> like people, like people come by and just like like in the middle of this dark, like it, it gets dark. The light, the street light turns on in this rural wooded like path or well, like like dirt road. Um, and then like yeah, Totoro. Uh, decides to like just appear like next to them and starts like kind of just waiting there with them um at the at that point like for some reason like no one really knows he's just like he's just stalking them <laughs> mm-hmm. and then it's revealed and that's that's when we get the uh the iconic cat bus uh for yeah. show up uh and that's that that's where to- what totoro was actually waiting for was to get onto the uh the cat bus to go somewhere and and that it's it, because he's like there and like because i guess um uh, uh sasuke gave Totoro uh his or her father's uh umbrella to use that's why it gave him, it gave her a little like like a, a pit uh, like a, a stippens of, mm-hmm. or like a, a like a um an offering like an exchange yeah of, uh, like a little like pouch of like uh, a little leaf pouch that when you un- when they unfurled it there's a bunch of acorns and seeds um so i'm wondering if like acorns are like the spirit like these these like Totoro's like currency or something <laughs> It, because they're nature yeah, spirits, they never actually you never see one eat anything. Actually, yeah, they they don't eat them, and like the the one like is like running around in a with a sack of them, like a like a band like a like a bandit. <laughs> yeah, literally like a like a raccoon bandit. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's uh that's where they get the uh the seeds from the acorns is from that little pack that little pouch, and then they decide that Maya and Sasuke decide to grow them. Um uh out in their yard to make like a, a a new forest but they're like they're not growing and then like one night while they're um uh while they're sleeping they see that uh Totoro and his 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 two companions are are performing a ritual <laughs> to make them mm-hmm. grow <laughs> around and then the kids ju- the kids hop out there and get get spirited away a little bit <laughs> and start joining yeah. them with that and then like uh, yeah the trees like burst out of the ground and just all meld into one gigantic tree. And then they're sitting up at the top with the spirits, just blowing on whistles and stuff like that. And fathers sit there working. Yeah. Completely oblivious until like yeah. he looks over and is like, huh? <laughs> Look guys, I'm not the best parent in the world. Trust me. <laughs> but like when I hear weird noises, I always check like, and occasionally like, I think my kids are in this room. I'm going to go look. Yep, they're still in this room. Because occasionally yeah. you'll walk in and then like, oh, there's nobody here. What the fuck? So yeah, I, you, mm-hmm. yeah no, as a, as, a, as a guy who lives in around, again, lives in lives out in the sticks myself and like has a niece um, around a lot of the time. Um, whenever she goes outside, 
one of us has to be in uh, be there because I always have like this fear of just like her going off into the woods or worse going out onto the road. Like I've seen, I, I think again, it's just like our, our day and age as well. Uh, like we've, we've smartened up a little bit about like the world well, around us. Oh, and we understand, you know, coyotes for starters, like they're not going to go after me or you. They're going to go after the small one. <laughs> yeah. Like a five-year-old kid. Yeah. Like if there's enough of them. Yeah. Heck, so, I've seen like, I've seen, I mean, I've seen video footage of like, uh, a little kid out in like a big yard and like the dad the parents are there and then like a hawk just like comes and grabs the kid and flies off <laughs> like that's terrifying but like that's a thing that i saw on youtube like a couple of months ago yeah you you gotta like that hands-off approach to parenting no like like when you don't hear them that's when you need to start looking for them yeah first off like I, I think there's like you can you can coddle too much, but I think there is like you need to have a balance. You can't just like let them yeah. roam. You need to like, like keep an I eye would, on them at least. Yeah. I would never just like go about my business if my kids were out in the yard. Even like if they're out on the swing set, I'll do take that as an opportunity to do dishes so I can look out the window at them or something like that. Because I live in a place where there's poisonous snakes. I've yeah. killed poisonous snakes in my yard. I'm not going to just go. I mean, stuff can go wrong quick. Oh yeah, yeah. And so when we first moved out to this neighborhood, like we're we're out in a development out in the woods. Um, we I remember like we we came out of the city. Like uh, my family like moved out uh, out from the city to the country. Very actually kind of similar situation, I guess, to the Totoro or to like the uh, the I can never remember their last name. Uh, the Kusakabes. Yeah. Um, just in terms of like their their living situation, kind of thing. Uh, how how it changed. But um, we were told by our neighbors, it's like, oh, yeah, don't you don't have to worry about oh, like locking your doors. Like, it's a very safe community. And it's like and my family, my folks are just like, no, <laughs> we're locking our doors. <laughs> Crazy people. And then, like, what's funny is like uh, time would tell because like we had like not one, but two um, people who had escaped a, um, a correctional facility, <laughs> um, like a county over that had wandered into our neighborhood. <laughs> um like not like a like not not so much like uh, like criminals but like a somebody who was like uh mentally unfit that needed to um need needed help yeah uh, but they would yeah two of them over the course of like a couple of years two of them wandered into our into our neighborhood and like people were on the lookout for them like one of them got into our neighbor's house um luckily the neighbors weren't there at the time but like our, our i i was uh i remember coming home and seeing that our a bunch of our neighbors were at that house and they were keeping him there in the house so that they while the while the authorities showed up. <laughs> so it's God. like again, like you, we, yeah. But and I've I've told the story before about my fam, my my buddies and I walking out and doing hikes out in the woods at night and being escorted out of the woods via a pack of coyotes who were like just twenty feet away from us out out in the brush. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and we didn't notice them until I heard like a, a, some some twig snap and a, and a and a yipping sound to our to our uh, to our left as we were leaving the woods. <laughs> like they had been stalking us the entire time. So yeah, woods be scary, yo. <laughs> yeah, they can be. So yeah, we have this thing where the tree grows up, and then all of a sudden the next morning it's gone. But like little sprouts have magically came out of the ground. So I mean, there's this. Uh, you know, did it happen? Did it not happen? This is like one of two two instances. No, this is two of two instances so far where you dream something, but you wake up and everything's back to normal. Now, is it the but magic? Like a, yeah, like there's like a slight, like it's, there's a little bit more. It's kind of like, um, like the imagination has like gone wild at night. Like when, when, when the adults are not noticing. Mm -hmm. 
and then things become mundane again. It's almost like again with little like the Little Fears RPG, like we've talked about before, and we both played it. Um, it it feels very much like the belief system of Little Fear, mm-hmm. where like when when the kids are alone, the 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 fear am and the fear amps up. That's when things get scary. But then like as soon as you like um, like according to the core game, like as soon as you like defeat the baddie or defeat the monster, like the kids. And like the, the the parents walk into the room to wonder what you guys what, what all the commotions about, and you look over and the and the the monster that you guys just fought is a teddy bear, um, or like is a mundane object that you were that that was amped up by belief magic. Yeah. So it's it's it, to me it's kind of that sort of like enchantment is okay. or like again like 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 you said right off the get go it's it's like through the eyes of a child, um, like these kids are 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 using their imagination to to build this giant tree. When really, what's probably going on is that they're just like out there in the night, and their their dad's just watching them do a little dance around their, their yeah the, the, their garden. It's 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 that nice to think that he was actually watching. So we've got we've got two instances. Well, I keep putting out numbers and stuff like that. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I think the next big thing it we, it cuts over to. Uh, of course, we had the little kids at school. There's a little bit of relationship building where they're caught in the rain. Well, actually, that was before. Yeah, they're caught in the rain. No, yeah, like, yeah. That's. Um... I, I think it's the garden scene was next, where they were going through picking ears of corn. Very uh, he who dwells behind the rose kind of <laughs> things like that. But whenever I see cornfields, that's what I think. But yeah, they're I helping understand. granny. I've, I've driven through Ohio. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep driving. <laughs> yeah, just keep driving. Don't stop. <laughs> the cor- the corn will get you. But what was, uh, sorry, what was really uh, just as a quick thing aside, like what, my one of our one of our uh, family road trips was down to like Pennsylvania area, and we had to drive through like Ohio, like part of Ohio, or like op- like flat open area to to get like to where we were going. And like the day before, like the night before we we went on this trip, I watched Children of the Corn for the first time. That was a bad move on my part because <laughs> I was just leering at all the cornfields. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's how Ohio is, really. Once you get up to middle and northern Ohio, I mean, you've got like Columbus or Cleveland, and then cornfield, 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 Nike yeah. Outlet for some reason, cornfield. But yeah, uh, this, this, yeah, this was definitely, a, yeah, they, yeah. We get to the vegetable, like they're they're the vegetable garden of the gra- of grannies. Yeah, and then um, Granny makes the offhanded. This is my check officer corn moment here, where Granny says that. uh you know, we're going to feed your mom these these fruits, and they'll make her better and stuff. Our vegetables, and they'll make her better and stuff like that. So you see, uh, May holding like the ear of corn that she's going to give her mother, which is kind of a nice little comparison to like we see the the magic of childhood ma- imagination and the wondrous things, and then we see her as she, they uh, May's holding on to the corn. They get the telegram from the hospital. There's been a, com- a communication that. The mother who was going to be coming home that weekend had fallen ill. And it, I mean, it sounded like they were calling in the immediate family for, you know, yeah, if you want to it, see her, you better get up here. Kind it of wasn't stuff. great. <laughs> it was, mm-hmm. it was like, first off, those, those, those doctors are assholes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like even like, especially when you find out like later, it's like, I, I don't know what the doctor was thinking. Like, it's just a small cold. I'm fine. <laughs> it's like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I thought she was dying. I yeah, thought it, like, here it is. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like it's like like oh god. Like I thought they were gonna like rush there, and we were gonna have like a heartbreaking moment. <laughs> but no, no, she's fine. Mm-hmm. It's like Miyazaki. Like Miyazaki. Like is just like the master of like tension building, and then like relieving it with like something completely banal. Banal. <laughs> uh, like, it was sad. Like I was like, oh man, this is gonna happen. And you see the uh, you, May runs her way. 
Like the yeah. kids are totally kept out of the loop, and that's a huge complaint I have. But I mean, and narratively it works. But yeah, the, you know, kids are going to stay with Granny and all that. Dad's going to, you know, there's no other extended family really to even take care of them, anyways. But the younger daughter just runs away to what was later described as what would have been a three-hour walk for an adult yeah. to the hospital. To give her mom the corn. <laughs> those, those also those asshole <laughs> uh, passerbys. It's like that's like a three-hour three-hour walk for an adult. As the child is right there, it's like, well, good luck with that. Hope you find your find your sister. And they Fuckers. Just, yeah, exactly. They just bike off. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, and then there's they found uh, they find this shoe, and you think that like oh, floating God. in a, a river. Or a pond, and then they literally go to dredging for yep. the body. <laughs> and 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 uh, we were talking about uh, Kabe. I think his name is the uh, the, the boy. Mm-hmm. Kobe. Kobe uh, let me just quickly pull it up. Kent, Kanta. Uh, Kanta. The he's been a little shit this entire mo- this entire movie, basically. Yeah, <laughs> and he just stirs up the pot again when he like he meets Sasuke on the road, and they're like. Nah, uh, granny found uh, granny and the others found uh found a sandal in the in a pond they're 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 searching it now and then she just starts running like that direction and then like contest is like oh it might not be hers though <laughs> like off in the distance it's like oh god like okay so let me let me just let me just sit you back and like tell my experience with this scene and with my with my niece cultist so there i am watching this movie with my niece like we're cuddled up on, on in, a, in a chair watching the movie and we get to this part and it's and and like the granny is like freaking out like she's like quivering with the sandal as like people behind her are like csi like dredging a pond <laughs> like look in that like check that deep there's a deep area over there check that area with a pole it's like jesus christ <laughs> um and then sasuke arrives on the scene like panting and like out of breath and and granny's like desperately asking her like is this my shoe tell me and and after like a very tense moment because it's a very tense moment um sasuke doesn't smile but she just like still has the same like kind of like pitiless uh, or like kind of like sad or like kind of exhausted and sad expression on her face she's like no it's not hers and everyone just relaxes and 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 and, and like somebody in the background is like oh granny all right guys granny was uh, granny over hype uh, over exaggerated or, or got a, got ahead of herself again <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, it's like it's it's not my shoe it's not my sandal and i remember niece cult is looking up to me after that scene happened and she's like well whose sandal was it and i had the same thought i was like that's what i want to know it's like ah yeah uh, it's like it's not the right body let's just throw it back in <laughs> right it's like there's still like my exact thought was like there's that does not negate the fact that there might be another child missing or something or like another child in the pond let me ruin this entire experience for you right now. Oh no. That's where the movie ends. It was oh. her shoe. And then it, we're going on this uh have you seen Taxi Cab? I have De Niro? I'm sorry, Jody? I okay. It's it's fine. I'm old. Uh they they argue that the end of that movie doesn't really happen because he does this big Rambo thing at the end and then the lighting's all different. So it's kind of like you can look at it like he, these are his dying moments. And he is fantasizing about all this stuff that's happening and things like that. I just want, like, if you look at it, everything goes completely off the rails. So the older sister's running, like, all over the place. Just insane. We have no idea where she's going. The geography's funky. She yells for Totoro. Totoro 
shows up and summons the cat bus. And then we go on a magical journey in the cat yeah. bus and find May. And then like they go with May and there's the scene with mom and dad are in the oh hospital and the ear corn. I think uh, like, I mean, it's a you're, kid's movie. You're you absolutely right. Cause there is not a seat. Like even after like they leave the, the hospital, it cuts to credits and just shows like little still frames of like the mom getting better and go, coming to the house and them like, Oh my God. <laughs> like that's this, like, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the sandal scene, like the sandal confirmation scene is when Sasuke slips into fantasy land. Yeah. Cause she can't deal. Holy shit. <laughs> did I just ruin it for you? <laughs> I mean, you, okay. When people say that, it's like, did I just ruin that? It's like, no, you made it horrific and, and better for me. <laughs> like from a horror standpoint, like that's, that, I'm weird. I like, I like horror. Like when things get horror. So people um, don't like watching movies with me sometimes. <laughs> I'll like, I'll just, hey, I wonder if this is like, and then they'll think about it. Like, God damn it. So, yeah. you know, you can, no, you I, can I we, love that. we can, cause it goes really off the, ra- the rails. Like she's riding the bus. They scroll a message with the corn and all that. Like, yeah, it's totally, it could be seen as fantasy. And at that point, she just broke. Yeah. She just, she failed her sand check, her last sand check. And she, yeah, was, she, we already went past the crumble. <laughs> yep, we got the crumble. Yep, we, we've now mixed two two uh, two sanity uh, systems. <laughs> um, or does sanity does sanity crumble as well, or is that just a red market? Uh, not no, you have breaking points in okay, Call yeah, of Cthulhu, is, yeah. but yeah, she hit her final breaking point. Yeah, and she just went to La La Land. Um, because yeah. like yeah, uh, so like ignoring uh, not, not like like pushing that for a side for a second. I, I did like that, like when they when the, the cat bus does arrive and like it runs past like two people and like they just feel like a breeze. They don't see it, and she realizes that it, like oh other people can't see it. Is like that was also a cool like to me. I thought that was cool with like oh it's like just like a ghost thing. Like it's a it's a like a spirit thing that like nobody else can see except for children. But that makes it so much creepier. Is that like that? Yeah, she's just like she, she comments like that as if she is like so like oh that makes sense in my new world where everything's better. <laughs> The only thing that would make it slightly more creepy is if she'd had a near-death experience prior to this, and we could say her spirits on the bus. Oh God! Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah. Like, or no? Oh, even worse. Like she. Uh, so, like, it doesn't quite end at like the. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't stop like at at the uh, at the sandal part. But like when she comes home, there's like some kind of an accident or something at home. Like while she's like like looking for Totoro, like she slips on something, and then Totoro arrives to help her, and that's where we get the. Uh, where 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 things that like drop off because like yeah now she's like a spirit like with with Totoro and like and finds uh, finds um Mai yeah. and that's why the mom sees them in the tree is she sees the goat oh god she used to see ghosts remember oh, also fuck. it and it cuts back and it's it's very at the very beginning of the film and the pillar fell on her and she's dead and the entire thing like if you want to go. <laughs> so like i don't want the thoughts to go through my head i would like to just go ahead and add that out there just like that's good i I, I like it (laughs) it's creepy it's it's sufficiently creepy sorry and no you're you're right (laughs) like i think if we were if this was to be a creepypasta and this we this is this would be the lost episode of my neighbor totoro where like it just ends at that scene, and then like it, instead of that whimsical scene, we we get that, but we also get like scenes of her like like we get scenes that like um, basically show the other like show show the wrongness of it. Yeah, like that would be how it would like how how a how a lost episode should be done of it if you're gonna do like a creepy pasta of that. 
Um, what, is, what is the grave of the fireflies thing that you had mentioned here? <laughs> now, I, mean, All right, so, I, assume, I assume it was the mother dying of radiation poisoning. But. Okay, so there's that. No, actually, so here's the here's the thing that I was I was told about uh, actually last week um, regarding my neighbor Totoro, actually by the Kame House uh, party guys. So there, so uh, I'd heard uh, actually a couple weeks earlier uh, from when I, when we're posting when we're recording this, uh, I saw on Twitter somebody talk about how. Um, back in the '90s, somebody, an executive at one of the channel, one of the broadcast channels, had the smart idea to double up Grave of the Fireflies with My Neighbor Totoro as a, as a double feature on TV. <laughs> I don't. It's like it's like doing that. Like, and and it came out of like somebody like having the same idea to um, to double double feature uh, Watership Down with Plague Dogs. <laughs> God, <laughs> it's like. You thought Watership Down was bad, was was dark and depressing. Plague Dogs here, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but like, I think it's even worse with Grave of the Fireflies and um and my neighbor Totoro because like of just how contrasting it is. So like, for anybody who hasn't seen it, I I personally haven't even seen Grave of the Fireflies yet. I know a little bit about it. It's a very sad, very depressing, um, uh, bittersweet animated film about. Um, war survivors during World War II and the bombings of uh, of Kobe, Osaka, uh, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a city called Kobe um, in uh, or ne- near near Osaka in Japan. Um, now this wasn't the atomic bomb. This is just bombs, or was it? Yeah, these atomic? are as far as I as far as I know, it's not actually the A bomb that that um that they're they're survivors of. It's just like regular bombing run. Um, I think it might be world. It might be World War One. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna quickly double check here. Grave of the Firefly. When is that set? World War II. I, I, um, plot is 1945. So it is. Yeah. So it's um it's during World War II. Uh, and yeah, it's about a, a teenage boy. Um, or yeah, about a boy and uh, and a uh, and a, I think like a a smaller child. It's either like a sibling or like a, another person, another survivor that they meet and like befriend and such or help along. And it's 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 sad and depressing. It's it's a it's a dark tale about war and and like po- and like surviving in war and such. Um, and not to spoil too much, but like the 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 kids die at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. That's about all I know about the movie, uh, as far as I can tell uh, from from my from my like kind of pop culture osmosis of the movie. Um, at some point I'll watch it. <laughs> uh, oh, so you're gonna watch that again with your na- that one with your niece, right? Yeah, um, but the um, the the grave of the fireflies theory that I I kind of also have just looking like researching a little bit of it today I kind of debunked. But the the, the theory was that grave of the, the where where grave of the fireflies takes place in the same location as my neighbor Totoro just a few like a decade later, and so like Totoro and them are like the spirits of like of the of the kids and stuff of like that in grave of the fireflies <laughs> like but oh, like man. changed and in, in, in like or like they had like basically like the the uh the family in my neighbor totoro are like living on the pro on the soil like living on the soil of where all this devastation and terror and like horror happened now that is debunked because my neighbor totoro takes place in uh give me a second while i just quickly because i had it here um so yeah so my neighbor totoro takes place in and I apologize for if I mispronounce this. Um, Tokorozawa um, near Saitama, uh, Japan, uh, which is closer to Tokyo than. Okay. Um, and Kobe uh, is near, is uh, is in uh, Hyogo, uh, Japan, which is next to Osaka. So it's about a seven-hour drive. <laughs> so they do not take place in the same location. 
um, based on like where the set where they are supposed to be set. But it's still kind of a creepy notion that I that I got when I when somebody told me that theory today <laughs> or like this week. I was like, oh yeah. god, I need to, that's worth adding <laughs> to the uh, to thing because like yeah, what if like like that's why there's so many spirits in this little like countryside ro- of this countryside area. Um, it's not just like nature spirits; it's straight up like spirits of the dead from a world war. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not to not to add more darkness to to the the, the dimming lights. <laughs> um, yeah, the only other thing, the only other spooky scene, like the for me to pick away at this story, you kind of blew it out of the water with like, what if she just stops right at uh, yeah, <laughs> at the sandal? <laughs> I was like, oh god. But yeah, the only other thing is like the dad rolling should be rolling sand checks when the when the tree uh, is like when when Shub, when the ritual of Shub Niggurath um concludes and the giant tree just manifests above like in their uh, in their on their property line <laughs> but again he's just sitting there like wa- like looking at it, like oh huh. um also with regards to the cat bus this this creepy biopunk uh like whimsical biopunk thing out of a storybook like the the cat that is a bus with multiple legs and stuff like that it has mice as like its headlights mhm um are you aware so I, I looking I was looking at um the the wiki page and apparently there's a there's a short film that's a sequel to My Neighbor Totoro that Miyazaki made. Um and it's called Mai and the Kitten Bus and it's about Mai and an adventure she has one night with the kitten bus, the offspring of the cat bus from the film. Of course she does. <laughs> and I'm just like wait, this thing fucking this thing this thing reproduces? <laughs> well, I mean when you're dead, it don't matter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, nature dark. spirits do what they want. Yeah. When a, uh, when a mommy cat bus loves a daddy cat bus very much. Oh, God. And yeah, I just loved, I loved the, uh, yeah, like, the, it's very much a, like, when, when even negating the, uh, the, 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 the alternate ending you've provided. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the whole, like, getting, like, going into that bus to go places is like a child being spirited away. Like it's very much in to in lieu with like uh, not even just like Japanese folklore, but like uh, folklore across the world of like people getting whisked away by the spirit world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, the, the Fey. Uh, yeah, I mean the Goblin sorry, Charon. <laughs> yeah, uh, or Charon um, from from Greek mythology, just like the the River Styx, like being fairy, the ferryman, mm-hmm. kind of uh, to a degree. Do you like to cat bus to take you to the land of the dead? <laughs> That's what happens there. Like they, right before they they moved on, they they had to give their uh, their mom uh, that 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 little token of uh, of of goodbye. <laughs> oh god, I can't believe we made that so dark. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, I feel like I've ruined the entire film with me just pointing out that no, no she's dead. Like, no, I mean, like she. <laughs> it's good. I, I like again. I'm sure somebody's gonna say like you've just ruined this movie for me. Like in our comments, <laughs> but know that you have not ruined it for me. <laughs> Sir, I will subscribe to your podcast and then unsubscribe to your podcast, Mr. Th- Mr. Adam, because <laughs> of that comment. You will... How dare you? <laughs> I, I am subscribing to your co- your your podcast so that I can leave a, a one-star review on iTunes. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, uh, I tell you, like, as we kind of, I think we've kind of got to the, the tail end of this. And for, like, fodder, I mean, in the beginning... I mean, I'm watching this twice with my children going, yeah. what can I, what can I create out of this is creepy. What? And it, I mean, a lot of them is like things that I would put into a game or a story, but I, it's nothing that I would hinge an entire 
like I don't have an entire scenario set up or I don't have an entire story, like little creepy scenes here and there borrowed from it. But I think what I really, I I don't know how one would frame this, but I would like to see this turned into a plot where you're playing Kanta or you're playing another kid that moves into town and whatnot. Yeah. And I would, Honestly, these girls are basically living in a spooky old house by themselves. Their father doesn't even exist or anything like that. I think you've got, you could do an entire thing to where you're. Oh, God. I just really, like, I got another Mm -hmm. horror thing. It's like, yeah, no, their dad, ghost the whole time. Yeah. Dad's a ghost. Mom's a ghost. Ghost dad. (laughs) So, like, I think both kids need to be together because even though I went completely dark a moment ago saying, like, the the five year old child is dead and stuff like that, I would like to. I have a thing for kids in my games not getting killed and stuff like that. And I mean, I would honestly set this up as like a fear itself kind of game or maybe kids on bikes if you wanted to make it a little bit older and you are neighboring kids that are uh, basically rescuing these kids from like this bleed over from the spirit world where they're living in this abandoned house. Maybe they're runaways. Uh, they've, they've like made up everything in their head and they, they may even go to school and then go back to this uh, dilapidated unsafe house kind of deal. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you say that. Cause like, I think, um, so our, our friends over at the drunk and the ugly podcast, um, while back, like a couple of years back, they did a Icker Falls Little Fears campaign, or uh, they tried to uh, like like do one. Um, and one of the NPC characters in that, I, a little bit of spoilers, but like honestly, you should check it out. It's actually a really good let's uh, actual play for what uh, what they do have of it. Um, there there is a, um, a an NPC character, like a kid that uh, that they're all they're all kids that moved into this into into Icker Falls and are going to school there and stuff and like trying to learn like figure out this weird these weird mysteries about the town. And one of the kids that they uh, that that is introduced as an NPC has a very similar kind of like setup to what you're mentioning, what you're bringing up is like they are um, they, they, you're not really sure what their their situation is, but like whenever they go home, like when they, when one of the player characters goes to their house to like see where they are, like to like see check up on them, they find the house completely empty and like to the point of like there there hasn't been a person like really living in this house for for like for like months or years. Mm-hmm. And like it's like they 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 say that like but when they're at school like the kid says like oh yeah I gotta go talk to my dad and mom and tell ask them if I can uh, come uh, come hang out with you guys but like yeah it's just the kid like living in this house alone um, because that's what they've been told by some mysterious group by some mysterious force so it's kind of similar situation um, that has been done um, yeah but like I'm not saying like oh it's been done before but like it's no it's, like just to prove your like like yeah that that's how I I think that how it would be handled um like have that character yeah like they're just like you're you're playing all the neighbors of like the the, the kids that just moved in or the the kids that have started showing up at school and they're like oh where where do you guys live it's like oh we live at the uh the kubaragi house um uh, up the up on the hill it's like oh i think i thought my granny was watching that or was like was maintaining that place and then you might even have like the like the granny's like been like watching the place and like and keeping keep taking care of the place and is taking care of the kids like secretly like they she she's kind of like maybe either like coherent or like maybe even delusional a little bit with her age um that like she's that's why she hasn't told anybody that these kids are there like she she wants to have more gr- grandkids maybe 
um, <laughs> to kind of paint the to kind of paint the, the the granny in a little bit more of a twisted light. What was what was the Nicole Kidman horror film from the early two thousands? Nicole Kidman horror film. It's like the, it's a haunted house story where she's in this house with her children. The other, no, the yeah, others. the others. It could almost yeah. be kind of a, a, the others type. Um, yeah, it's two thousand one. Nicole Kidman, the others. Yeah. That's the one with like it's like I want my daughter back. I am your daughter, and then like the, like it, because the kid's like underneath a um like a yeah. like a a, a mm-hmm. bed sheet or something, and then like she pulls the bed sheet off, and like there's nobody there. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's exactly it. I mean, I think something like the granny just goes over there, and she thinks it's haunted or ghosts or something like that. The kids go in there. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of that's that's the only grounds of anything that I could remotely like make it into a long-term scenario, I think that I would be more inclined to pick a different genre than horror for this. So I feel like uh, you've got this power of imagination, which Little Fears uses imagination and horror great. But if you weren't going straight up horror, I think if you just went fantastical. Well, I can can (laughs) give you a thing like uh, Little Fears does have different modes of, of play. Um, like it does have like the more kind of traditional horror kind of angle for like, for people that want to play that kind of thing. But it also does have rule, like an optional rule for playing dark fantasy, like in terms of like uh, a kid horror, like genre, like playing dark, like where you basically you beef up the kids belief powers a lot more and you played a little bit lighter on like, like kids don't die, obviously, or like they, they just like, they, they, they may get like knocked out or like they may get, um, um, taken out of a scene but they don't they they wouldn't die and stuff like that so like there is there is a mode of play that's a lot lighter and a lot more whimsical um just like almost like a, a darkly whimsical for yeah. playing little fears um i did actually have a, uh, an idea that uh, kind of reminded me of something that you've been trying to like figure out or like tackle for a game um that yeah. came out of this and it's sort of like it, it stems on like a little bit more of the like, again the, the one the big dark part of the story that kind of i focused on which was the sandal and then like oh there's another kid there <laughs> um so like uh, you could do this in like probably like uh, in Fear itself or a Cthulhu game or or something um, or even again like it could be like a creepypasta thing about some some search and rescue uh, like a search and rescue situation like uh, search and rescue woods um, or yeah like you're you're you guys are out your rangers looking out like going out in the woods looking for 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 somebody who's gone missing it doesn't have to necessarily be a child um, it could be like a teen or or somebody else that's gone missing out in the woods mm-hmm. and while you're on that search you find evidence of another missing person that was has not been reported yet like so suddenly you have the worst case scenario i feel for an for a search and rescue situation is that there's another missing person in the middle of your current search yeah oh god um and then yeah you sprinkle in a little a little a little bit of supernatural spice you know maybe a little bit of the cryptid variety um uh and you you got yourself a big old bowl of horror right there um just like and and I, I immediately thought of you because you you've talked in the past about like wanting to like use the search and rescue woods, yeah. Um, like uh, Reddit creep uh, Reddit and creepypasta stories, yeah. uh, or even like the the was it the four hundred one. Yeah, the, the missing four one one. Yeah, the missing four one one cases. Um, in in a game, you just never like you, you don't know like how to really tackle it. I think this would be a good like kind of plot point, at least uh, like for a game if, in that kind of situation. Kind of strange that, yeah, I mean, as much as I'm interested in that, I didn't see that. But yeah, you're right. There's even some occurrences where little kids that are some of the people who disappear on those 411 things, they, if they actually do find them and they're young and all that, they'll say something crazy like, 
uh, like the tall, the uh, the bear man. Uh, yeah, the bear man me away was... and like fed me Totoro, which does the bear man kind of sounds like Totoro. <laughs> I, I agreed. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, oh no, you didn't cut me off. I'm fine. Yeah, that uh, that is totally something great. That you could, uh, you know, the kids are spouting this nonsense about the missing, um, you know, their missing sister or something like that, and the bear man, and then. You know, because I want a happy ending with children, then, you know, you could insert adults into this, what would kids would see yeah. as a beautiful wonderland that turns into a hellish nightmare. Um, like, it, uh, this also, it also, like, whenever, like, I think of, like, the um, the search and rescue ideas, it kind of also reminds me of the um, Twilight of, not Twilight of Odds, um, the Delta Green game, uh, Fulma- Fulminate, or Operation yeah. Fulminate, which is, uh, mm-hmm. which is basically uh, Dennis Detweiler's uh, search and rescue scenario. <laughs> um, which goes in a dark, in a very dark place, very fast because it's Detweiler. But um, yeah. also with regards to um, uh, just like kind of like tying this uh, like to ideas for like creepy pastas and stuff. I, I feel like there is actually a creepy pasta that we covered on the show a while back called Mister Widemouth. That is got a similar situation. Like a kid moves up to this new place in the woods, and while they're they're there, they encounter this like woodland creature, this woodland, this like talking woodland creature called Mister Widemouth that wants it to go play. And through the story, like it, it wants, it wants the, the the kid to go with it, like like do some like pretty dangerous stuff, like jump off, jump out of its window because uh, uh, it promises there's a trampoline at the bottom that it'll be able to jump on. Um, and and kind of store like, it, and the kid is able to like basically like say no, I, I don't think that's a good idea. Like he's, he's a smart kid, so like he doesn't go, he doesn't do all the dangerous things that Mister Widemouth wants him to do. Yeah. Um, and then like, I think the, mo- the, I think the story ends with him. It's, it's been a couple, I think it's been about a year since we, or, or, or so since I, since I read it, but I think it ends with like the kid coming back as an adult to his place and like then going down a, a, the woodland path that Mr. Widemouth always wanted him to go down. And he finds, um, like a, like a graveyard with children, with like, like a child graveyard. Um, and it's like Mr. Widemouth was like the, the harbinger or like the, or like some kind of like a weird, like guardian or something of this graveyard in the middle of the woods. Okay. And it kind of like reminds, again, like it's sort of like my neighbor Totoro, but like on the, on the other side of the coin, <laughs> like on the horror side, even more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, another, another thing I've, I kind of was, I kind of got from this idea of, of my neighbor Totoro is like when they're going into the, in the house and like, they're, yep, it's haunted. And they're very believing in like haunting stuff and stuff like that. I kind of just like the idea of a, like a little fears game where you're playing as kids who are ghost adventuring. Like or just ghost hunting in a town, yeah. or in in like a like there's like a local house that's like nobody that that like somebody's grandma like you were saying with like being like the neighbor kids, um like the characters are all kids like a group of kids who want who want to do ghost adventuring and like ghost hunting because they've seen it on t- online and on TV and stuff and one of their friends their grandmother or grandfather has been is a is a a groundskeeper for a uh, for a property that uh that no, that has been abandoned or has been like not lived in for like for for years because of uh certain circumstances maybe there's an urban legend about it so that's where like they how that's that's their access point to getting to this place is uh and you just basically have like kind of how the kids in in my neighbor totoro do do, like like wander around the house and see like the soot spirits and like and do all and like see totoro and stuff kind of have like these kids wandering around a haunted house (laughs) and just like kind of same situation like there's these weird little dark spirits that live in the house that are like are left over from like a uh from some previous tragedy um and kind of on a bouncing off of that idea there's the um uh just an idea of like because kids seem to be like 
uh, a an attraction to ghosts. <laughs> like they just like like kids can see ghosts or like that trope of like like ghosts are pulled towards children. Um, maybe have a scenario where like you're uh, a little fears game where like it's not even that you got your kid your 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 characters are want to do the ghost hunting, but your 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 uh, your parents are the ones that are ghost hunters and they're using you guys as kind of like supernatural bait to a degree in their, in their search for the supernatural. Yeah. So like they can't see any of the stuff that you, you guys are basically they're They're not, I guess kind of like canaries, but also like fish bait for the supernatural. So like you can, the kids can see the ghost, but like the, the parents are too preoccupied with like actually like trying to like capture things on, on camera or they, because they're adults, they just can't see it. But like kids. the kids get a whole different perspective of like the haunted house than like the adult ghost hunters. Kids are the canaries in the whale. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Or the canary in the haunted house. Yeah. Or in the mine. I guess it's yeah. mines and or, whales. Or no, thing. the kids are the are also the Geiger counter. Oh god. Or the or the minesweeper for the for the haunted house. Um yeah, that's the stuff I pulled from this movie. <laughs> uh and I apologize if I've creeped out anybody <laughs> in that. Look, man, I just I, I destroyed everything. I think everything after me telling you about the about the older sisters break from reality. I think like everything else is better than that. So yeah, I you, mean, you definitely just like yeah, you like big brain idea. Just like what if she what what if what if she what if the movie ends right there? It's like what? <laughs> Poof. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff that is borrowable. Like we mentioned beforehand, there's scenes or elements of it, like the soot gremlins. Uh, you know, the mother's in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, you could, I mean, there's like tons of little odds and ends. Yeah. It's, it's very much a, uh, like I, 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 it's, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a movie that has like kind of two sides to like for, for kids, it's a fun family film. Like it's very endearing. Um, it's very whimsical, very fantastical. Uh, both, I think both children, like the, the children that we've, we've introduced it to have both loved it <laughs> immensely. Mm-hmm. Um, and even as an adult, like it's, I, I appreciate the movie, like not just like for like the, the storytelling and like the, the whimsicalness and so I, I can appreciate it, uh, for its storytelling and such, but I also like appreciate it as a, as a, as a mastercraft of animation. Like I'm watching this movie and like, I'm appreciating like all of the work that went into like the scenes and stuff like that. And like, I love how cozy it feels. Like it feels like the, yeah. the environments of this movie are very rustic and cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then and then I just like yeah, I'll get to that point where it's like, well, if you just tweak the music a little bit, <laughs> and I think like people like of my mindset or like of our mindset would will see, will see that and appreciate that as well. <laughs> and it, and that's what kind of is is fun about it. You know, you watch something and you can kind of switch between these two two different things. Like you can enjoy it at surface level, or you can start you know tweaking it because it this was hard to watch this cute little show. And then, like, all right, Review Cultist wants me to go ahead and make a horror movie out of, like, the Muppet Babies. Like, what's going on here? See, I think that's definitely, a, like, a difference between, like, our perspectives. Because, like, again, I grew up with a, with a family that's very much, like, we love horror. We love spooky things. Mm-hmm. Like, most of us anyway. So, um, I, I was doomed from the start. <laughs> um, I, 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 I I liked I liked the assignment. It, it it was fun, and I like this gives me an an opportunity to be over analytical about stuff, which drives my friends crazy. As I <laughs> try to talk about something, they're like, "Why can't you just watch something? Why can't you just like something for 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 it?" <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I appreciate the uh, like again, like you 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 did point out, I was like, man, this this dad's the worst dad ever. 
or at least is like in terms of like not maybe not like someone's like like he loves his kids he's not like abusive or anything like that but he's just neg- negligent <laughs> and it's like yeah and like some of that could be because of a, it was a simpler time or it was an earlier time but at the same time like that guy should be watching his kids <laughs> especially since he has to like babysit them <laughs> or babysit one of them <laughs> like uh yeah yeah i think we we got a fair amount of um of material here like we we covered the movie i don't think we 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 may have like left out a few things about the movie but honestly like people should watch the movie <laughs> yeah it's you know from somebody who watched it god 33 years after it came out um <laughs> like i mean yeah. it's, it's it's enjoyable if you have kids watch it with them i was even printed i you know i don't know if i could even you're allowed to use this for cover art but i even printed off pictures of totoro for my daughters they wanted to color them yesterday yeah like we we had oh. a lot of fun. Sorry, that's the thing we didn't cover actually. Um, and we should have like when the the bus part happened. Have you seen the image online that like completely twists that like that the the, po- the movie poster of like Sasuke sitting at the by, or standing by the uh, standing by the uh, the bus sign and then like Totoro's next to her like at the bus stop, mm-hmm. but it's like a horrifying like horror version of it. <laughs> like she's got a shotgun in hand and he's just like this gaping like rotted maw. <laughs> Oh God! I, yeah, that's I'm, a little different. <laughs> let me just uh, let me just see if I can pull that up for you to ruin you. To ruin you ruined the ending. <laughs> you ruined the 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 end of it. I'm gonna ruin the poster for you. Uh, give me a second here. Ah, oh, there it is. Somebody even printed like, oh my God! I'm gonna just pop pop this into our nightmare fueled for uh chat. Oh, you're fine. Uh, you're welcome. By the way. <laughs> All right. Is this in the general or in it's the in the in the nightmare fuel um, bot? Ah, very appropriately named. Yes. <laughs> See this thing? Like this also like it looks like a cover for like a little fear scenario based off of my neighbor Totoro. <laughs> Thank you. That's <laughs> messed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a little thing. I'm, I got to open this up to to really appreciate this. What I'm just looking uh... at what's in its mall. It's uh, I think it's it's people and stuff. Yeah, kind of looks like a little bit of like the thing kind of growing at, at in his maw. Yeah, it's oh god, yeah. it's like an old Korean game for like PlayStation oh. Two, a siren. Yeah, it's, it's like siren. I was thinking of like that creepy um, like that uh, that that web comic that has like the some of the panels are gifs that like once mm-hmm. you scroll over it, it the gif animates and it's like a creepy like. Like it's uh, I think it's it's probably like I think it's South Korea. It's it's a Korean uh web comic. Um, but I could be wrong. I've I've mentioned it before on our show. But like yeah, you like you're scrolling down. It's like this girl going like like walking at night like down a street, and then like she sees somebody in front of her that's acting kind of weird, and then it it gets closer and closer to her with each panel, and then the last panel is a GIF that's animated, and it it the head moves around to like look at you, and it's like <laughs> it, like like completely like turns around like the like the Exorcist. It's it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Asian horror. It's just so interesting and messed up. Yeah, it's it, they've got they've it's got a unique feel to it. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so but, yeah, I'll like, I'll post in the in the in the description of this episode. I'll I'll leave a uh, a link to to uh, the uh, the creepy my neighbor Totoro poster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, enjoy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you'll have seven days to show it to a friend or a neighbor, and then you know you'll be free. Yeah. Otherwise, that otherwise that uh, ne- or um, uh, Totoro will come come to your house. <laughs> uh, 
All right. So uh, if there's nothing else to be said, uh, like, yeah, do you have anything else to add before we kind of no, close up? I think I ran out of gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I killed you with the with that with that image. I keep looking in the mouth like, where's the little sister? No, she's not in there. So here's another thing I noticed. The the cover for the movie, the movie poster itself, like the actual movie poster, not the horrific one I just posted. It doesn't have my on her back, but in the movie, that's that that scene, like wh- where that poster uh, image comes from, she has her on her back. But yeah, like they they completely remove it for the for the movie poster and the cover poster. Did my ever interact with anyone? Well, yeah, I guess she oh, did. God, don't, no, don't do this. <laughs> yeah. I was say, I, there was a part where her dad was tucking her into bed that night and stuff yeah. like that. So I was going to say, and like, she went to school. Did, did Maya lose her shoe when she disappeared into the hedges the first time? She lost her. She lost her hat. She never came the, out. God, that would have been really fuck. That You're would welcome. have been really good if it wasn't the hat that she lost, but it was the sandal when she went into the bush. She that never would have been came back. Such she a never good came back around. <laughs> that would have had. That would have definitely had like conspiracy theorists like booming for decades after this movie was released. It's like mm-hmm. you know that that kind of like film theorist would be like out there like talking about that a lot more. I'm gonna start getting encoded messages. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. Would you like to join us? No. Would you like to join our our anime club? <laughs> uh, oh. uh, the Al Dente anime, the Al Dente Rigamortis anime uh, club. <laughs> Listen, guys, we better end this episode before I depress myself too much now. Okay. So I've already went down a lot of holes. That's, I'm going to decompress. Yeah, we're going to watch. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to decompress at some point between this week and next week. We're going to watch Wicked City. <laughs> I will not watch with my children. I want to no. go ahead and preface that. <laughs> Do not. Um, I'll probably watch it on my cell phone while laying in bed at night. My wife will roll over and look at me and it's like, disgust me. <laughs> oh, but that is for another time. So, um, yeah, if you if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Um, Adam, where can they find? Where can the nice listeners find you? Well, Lord, I don't know if I want them to find me now after all the <laughs> stuff I've said. But you know, if you would like to find me, I, I'm with the podcast Real Point Exchange. We're pretty much an actual play podcast. We post two APs a month, and then we usually, typically, have a talkie. I haven't been for religious about the talkies lately because uh, life. But uh, yeah, we usually do three uploads a month. You can find us at realpointexchange.com. We are on Twitter at R-P-E-X-C-H-A-N-G-E. I just spelled out role playing exchange, basically. But you know what? We'll go with that. And finally, I always have to double check it. I'm on Facebook.com slash, um, hold on, the role playing exchange. Because there was a role playing exchange, but it was a different kind of role playing yeah, with, it was with a, a safe word. and It was a kinkier podcast. Yeah. yeah. We, we just... Make sure you put the role playing exchange and you can find us on Facebook. But to be frank with you folks, follow me on Twitter. Facebook's all great and stuff like that, but I don't have a lot of interactions. There's not a huge fan base on it. So if I'm paying attention to anything, it's probably Twitter. But yeah, and uh, Review Cultist Craze On, Chris, I would like to thank you for inviting me onto your show once again. This is always a pleasure and I look forward to recording our next session in a closed room where i'm sitting there talking about stuff that my kids didn't walk in there and just look at me in confusion and disgust and yeah so yep parental warning for the next app 
Just saying. Yeah. 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 We. Yeah. We. We've. We've. Uh, we've. Uh, we. We. We're. We're gonna. We're gonna do a compl- much like uh, people use um, wasabi and ginger as a palate cleanser when they're having sushi. <laughs> we're gonna we have, a pal- we're gonna have a. We're gonna have a a, me- a media palate cleanser <laughs> or a genre palate cleanser for the next one. So be warned. Uh, this this was the this was the kid this was the uh the the um the mainline feature next week is the is the after dark feature yeah uh is the the one where like the kids have gone to sleep after the uh, and like it's it's the next it's the late show are you gonna pick Uh, out a really awesome like like kind of spooky one of those just saying maybe i don't know i might just yeah (laughs) if if i could i'd use uh the that uh that perturbator um dark synth uh, song that uses a line from from the next book from wicked city but Mm -hmm. i don't know what the copyright said anyway (laughs) (laughs) um yeah if you want to talk to me i'm at on twitter at uh review cultist um, you can also send al dente rigamortis emails at al dente rigamortis at gmail.com that's a-l-d-e-n-t-e-r-i-g-a-m-o-r-t-i-s at gmail.com where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas uh scps um if you have an anime that you'd like to uh, suggest to us to take a look at and uh talk about for fodder for creepypastas or or uh game scenario stuff let us know uh, i'll have Adam or one of our other hosts onto the show to uh, to get all weeaboo about <laughs> all uh, creepy and um, and and horror riddled. Uh, if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Al Dente Rigamortis and select the back of tier you'd like to support us at. We have two dollar and five dollar tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. Uh, to our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate it. Uh, and to our listeners, thank you for listening. And because if you didn't, it would be like just screaming into the void with this nonsense. But uh, we very much appreciate it. Actually, our podcast stopped a long time ago. You've been screaming into the void the whole time. <laughs> oh no, you broke. But that, but that wasn't that wasn't Craig, uh, that wasn't Alistair's, uh, or that wasn't Craig's sandal. You broke was it? QB, you broke a QB six, man. Yeah, I hate no. to tell you. <laughs> Uh, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I'm Adam. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis presents Anime Rigamortis. Sleep with. Bye.